0: and get a cut in the rain. Do you like making love bit night? Oh, I'm sorry, guys. I'm already in vacation mode. By the time you see this episode, I'll probably be in sunny Florida, the dumpster of America, and then I'll be in a cruise heading to Cuba. Uh, I don't know if I'll be allowed back, so let me just enjoy this last episode with you guys. Uh, Let's first introduce our, uh, our co-host for the evening. First, we have a man that when he goes to the beach, he wears socks because he doesn't like the feel of sand under his toes. And he puts his T-shirt inside his swimming trunks.
1: Let's say hello to Brian. You know, that's tough talk coming from Maude over here with his flappy brimmed hat.
0: just jealous that? of my vacation look.
1: You know, I there's so much to unpack about your vacation, like your song about infidelity, and then you said dumpster when Florida is clearly America's penis. Uh, so I don't know, like there's a lot going on here with your introduction. But I'm glad to be here to uh, to see vacation mode, Youssef. Like Some people yeah. have beast mode. This is a whole different like vibe for you.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm pro- I'll probably be talking in Spanish by the end of this episode because you know that's my vacation right here. All right, so next coming up is a man that is legally banned from all areas in the shores of New Jersey because he once took off his shirt and blinded two kids with his reflection of the sun. He, he has to wear Sun Sunblock FP100 just to get into his car. Let's say hello to TJ.
2: Hey, guys. They don't have SPF 100, and I'm also known as the Daywalker. Glad to be here with you, vacation, Yousef.
0: Thank you for coming, honey. And last, but certainly not least, he is the former sexiest man of this podcast. <laughs> he has been dethroned by the man wearing this hat right now. He also has the sexiest voice of this podcast. If you close your eyes, you'll
3: listen to the sea. Here is Joe.
0: Well,
3: hello. That took a turn. Hey, how, yeah. how you doing? How you that, doing? Uh, you know what? With that hat, you're allowed to throw me any day. I'll All right. pick those balls right off your head.
1: <laughs> you no, know, usually they're a little bit lower. You know what I'm saying? Hey. 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 Oh. Hey. oh.
0: Hey. All right.
1: Thank so you I've been, for I've, been compliment.
0: I've been, sipping on my, uh, on my guava juice rum. Uh, Concoction here, but it, how about you guys crack your beers, and let's get this started. Thank yeah.
2: Oh, God, I don't like this, the taste of this.
0: <laughs> what are you guys drinking?
1: I'm so I want something light, a berry shandy. It's very Ooh. good. Ooh. No crack Although this time of year, uh, they usually do a cranberry ginger shandy that I really like. I haven't seen it out yet, though. Ooh. It might be one of those discontinued flavors. I might have been the only person drinking that. <laughs> Probably. How about you, Joe?
3: I got a, a stone, uh, just IPA tangerine, tangerine express IPA. I've I've had it before on the podcast. It's good.
2: Oh, I got a, a Tone Wood Brewing from Oakland, New Jersey.
3: Oh, Tone was the shit. i
2: yeah. If it's you it t- t- my face, I got a porter. I'm not a fan right now, but as the as it goes and as I drink more, it'll become <laughs>
1: fan. You get that first one down, and it's always smooth sailing.
3: From that. <laughs> porter, yeah, there. Um, I had a fresh the one called Freshies the other day. That and fuego is really good. The freshies is yeah, like I really looked fuego tonight. Yeah, fuego you would have preferred better. It's Yeah. All right. So uh, this movie. Uh,
0: for this uh for this podcast we have a, a few fun th- uh, fun things for you guys planned. Uh we're going to talk some fear and loathing in Las Vegas. We're going to talk best Cohen movies and we're going to talk uh best drinking movie and we're going to put it up for a poll for you guys. But uh first let's uh, kick it off to Brian.
1: Ooh, yeah, well, uh, I wanted to talk about because uh, in the realm of Cohen's, we had a new anthology drop on Netflix. Now, the story on this from what I heard was that these were stories written about 20, 25 years ago, tucked away in a drawer. Some of them are not original Cohen works. Some of them were written by Cohen, some of them were like more adaptations from other authors. Um, and they kind of pieced them together into an anthology and we can talk about that in a little bit, but I wanted to talk about anthology movies. Like I thought I like that format. Um, I don't care if you have the, like through the tie together through line, if you want to have that in it, or if it's just like Buster Scruggs, where they're just flat out different stories, basically unconnected, whatever you want to do. Um, but, uh, so I just wanted to chat about anthologies. You guys got any favorites? I'll kick it off real quick. Creep show. I mean, just oh, a yeah. fucking classic, yeah. like, Horror is really great for anthologies, I think, because yep. sometimes horror ideas are really clever, but it's hard to stretch a whole movie out. So you yep. take like four or five yep. really good ideas, and you just slap them together, and you got yourself a two-hour, hour-and-a-half movie. I think that's a solid, and it works really well for horror. But, uh, so Creep I'll just throw Show. that one out there. And Creepshow 2 also, pretty pretty decent.
2: I was the yeah. one, first one I was introduced to, where you have the, the kids on the raft with the... With the, the the toxic thing in the water, like, yeah,
1: that's in two, and that's a great. I love yeah. that that, that scene, so fun. But even like sticking with horror, um, a
2: recent one in the last 10 years, like VHS, yes, yes, yeah, yeah.
1: I was hoping the first VHS would come up, yeah, <laughs>
2: actually. The first
1: one because it starts off with, the, with the, the vampire
2: story and then leads into like dark ones. And you even add with that, you got three,
3: four, three, four. Three, four. Creepiest yeah. That the creepiest story of the first VHS is uh, for me is the hotel. Oh yeah, of the rob of the she, she ended up being like a vampire kind yeah. of yeah, vampire, yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, terrifying. And that ha- the hands in the wall. Was that the first one that I asked in the hands in the wall? First and second one blended together a little bit. i think the yeah. second one. Second was-
1: one was like all zombies. I was kind of like, are all these stories going to be about zombies? I was getting like, a little disappointed.
3: Dude. <laughs>
2: But it's uh, all—it's crazy because, like, you think of anthologies, you also think of like more horror. But do you guys have
3: anything that isn't like in the horror realm with anthology wise? Yeah. <laughs> now with something like—it's uh, not so much anthology, but with something like Magnolia count? like uh, vignette, I feel like in a story yeah, that, to are kind
0: some of extent,
1: annoying. what about Four Rooms? You guys familiar with Four Rooms? Yeah,
0: that's a great. That's a that's a very underrated um, Quentin Tarantino script.
1: Yeah, yeah, and then four different directors, each one directing a different scene. I think that's kind of a that's a and real cool guy, little.
0: I always forget his name. Oh, the guy from uh, *Reservoir Dogs* is in
1: it.
0: Um, uh, uh, he's um, a butler. Lots
1: of, there's lots of guys. Oh, Ray, uh, yeah. Um, now uh, Tim Roth. Tim, Tim Roth kills it in that in that, yeah. in that Tim movie. He's amazing hilarious. in everything. So I keep every. I'm like secretly hoping they'll bring back Abomination. And then like like you'll just get an onset photo of Tim Roth in a gray mocap suit, and that'll be right. like, oh no, I'll be like, yes, you got you the like- ping pong balls on. He's doing it. Would you guys consider, like,
2: obviously, they're not laced together in one film, but you have Cloverfield, 10 Cloverfield Lane, they're obviously,
1: like, linked, and then there's... Uh... That's more like a connected universe, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, it's a little bit of a different thing. Yeah, when you I said on most of the big ones that you can think of are almost horror, because I was thinking, like, stuff yeah. from the 70s, like uh, Got Trilogy on. of Terror. My wife really loves, like, introduced me to Trilogy of Terror, which was, like, a Got TV movie. But yeah. that's a, a kind of an old timey classic one that I really like. Guys, you're forgetting the best anthology, non horror. Great
3: movie, t- forty
0: three. Oh my god! No, oh, wh- wh- like, holy shit!
3: Like, that movie's awful.
1: Yikes. <laughs> I like, Yikes!
3: I like how you find out that movie though. Like everyone basically lost a bet or signed a contract and didn't realize yeah, they it signed. was like
1: oblig studio obligated. Um, I did like, I do remember the wraparound segments with Dennis Quaid being like the funniest part of that whole movie yeah. and like just how weird he was. I don't remember. By the way, that. You guys seen the trailer for that movie? Like crazy Dennis Quaid movie. Yep. No. Uh, that's I will, I'll watch that. Shit. I mean, I don't think I'll see it in the theater, but I'll definitely watch it. Oh, it looks so good. Oh. I don't know what you're talking about. Basically like Dennis
0: Quaid
2: owned a house. He had it for years. Yeah.
1: Couple moves in, and he's just kind of like lurking around, and then, yeah, you know, of course, like,
2: died under suspicious circumstances in, the, uh, circumstances in the house. And then it's he goes kind of nuts and ends up being like a nuts dude, basically. Uh, but
1: also, so he's playing the- his brother, <laughs> Randy was in that, no, but he's clean shaven, he doesn't have the big beard.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, based, it's based on his brother, you're not gonna do it's exactly the same.
3: thing. Old-
2: well, I was gonna say, how do you guys feel off this? The news today of all the Raul, uh, dolls, uh. Books being made for Netflix shows, basically. I could not care.
1: I, are they going to be TV uh, shows or are yeah, they yeah. going to be this movies? What, no, or right. animated. No. Do we know? Do we know anything else about it? This is what's going to
3: fucking happen with them because it happens with every one of these. There's going to be some good ones. They're going to make a show like a TV series, probably, and it should be a one-off. And then they're going to try to fucking take it and expand it out. It happens with every Netflix show.
0: Did- I would like it if it's just like a like a 15 minute. 50-minute thing. Yeah, I mean,
3: his material is adaptable, and I, my, my guess would be that it's... Um, is there a copyright on it?
2: But also, does it
3: include... Oh, yeah, that, for
2: sure. There's still copyright on it. Is there? Okay, that wasn't true. I say, does this include the prequel to Willy Wonka they were working on, like Ryan Gosling and Donald Glover or some shit
0: like that? Like uh, No, I think know. this is more... This is more straightforward to the books. So.
2: Okay, so you get like Charlie in the Glass Elevator. That's why I can yeah. see it
1: being like, are they going to do like some animation? You know, Netflix does a lot of that cheap that's, animation. Yeah, I think shit. I think
0: it's going to be animated. So, it's, the only, um, it's the only way.
3: Another, um, because I'm going to cheat, I'm looking at lists of anthology. I mean, while well, um,
0: you think, I, I admittedly thought about TV shows when you talked about that. Yeah. And I was going to say American Horror Story. Yeah. yeah.
3: That's a good one. Yeah. Sin Dark City.
1: Yeah, Sin City, yeah, yeah. I, they're all kind of tied into the same story, you know what I mean, in their own like <clears throat> overarching like that's, that's world fair, and story. <laughs> but but that's that's good. a fair one. Yeah, that's yeah. a fair one because I mean, it's based on all, different different and all kind of, They feel kind of separate even though they all exist in the same, like, and even even when they overlap, they all feel like their own separate things. I always forget how much I love Sin City. It's oh, one of the best I love that movie so adaptations much. there's ever been. Uh, yeah. The sequel is not terrible either. It just came out like nine years too late, you know. Yeah. Like if they if they actually like struck while the iron was hot, it would have been yeah. cool. But I have a question for you guys. Uh, if anyone's seen
3: this, because I, I obviously this has nothing to do, I believe, with the TV show, which is a great horror anthology. But there's a film from the 70s called Tales from the Crypt with like Peter. Yeah. Yep. I keep seeing it pop up on my on my uh, Prime. Is it any good?
0: I don't
2: know. I think it's like a I think it's like two movies by itself. And they're each like a half half hour, 45 minutes long. And I don't know if they were as as great as like the TV series was. There was like a starting point, I think, at some point where well, they like a pilot and they released it as a movie. I
0: Joker. think we're we're we the Twilight Song, right? Isn't that yeah? Twilight?
2: It's
3: the OG? Oh yeah. yeah.
2: even like uh, something as simple as uh, uh the Grindhouse one with Tarantino and Rodriguez with uh Planet Terror mm-hmm. and
3: Sure, like all uh, sorts in between, yeah.
2: or think, you know. like just like things like that. Uh, Do there's, there's, you know, weird, does anyone else have any anthologies?
3: Yeah, there's one I saw on one of these lists. Like I said, I cheated, but I've definitely have seen it and I didn't dig it. But it's not horror, would be uh, Paris, I love you.
1: <laughs>
3: um, I believe oh, I'm re looking up, I believe it's. No, I'm a liar. There's there's an anthology one with like, um, Shia LaBeouf, <laughs> and I don't think uh, we're
1: petering out. We can just go ahead and move on to the one we talked about before, <laughs> yeah. Buster Scruggs. Yeah, well, I know we got some mixed feelings amongst this group. So, um, you Steph, you're the host. Go ahead and take over the discussion. Tell us what you thought so, of
0: Buster Scruggs. So I'm a I, I think I've come to realize that I've, I'm very hot and cold with the Coen brothers in mm-hmm. that I could I could watch a Coen project and hate it or not like it in the moment, and then when I rewatch it, because it is a Coen brother, I'm like, I can't believe that I hated a Coen brother movie, and I watch it again, there's a 50-50 chance that I'm going to still be like, yeah, that wasn't that good. So you're
3: like, really it, like Lady Killers, is what you're saying.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like Lady Killers, I saw for a second time, and I was like, no, thank you.
1: Like, and I'm, now see on the other end of the spectrum, I'm a Cohen Mark. Like I like I like lady killers. Like, I I'm yeah. sitting there watching this movie. I'm like, there's shit to enjoy here. I like I love some yes. of the performances. Yeah. I love some of the so I'm like, I, and it's like the worst Cohen Brothers movie is still better than like 70-80% of movies that get released regularly. That's That's so true. it's like I, I never like fault them. There's ones I watch less. You know what I mean? There's ones you just yeah. don't go back to. And then there's ones that I would watch like every year, or every six for months sure. that are just that good. So sure. <laughs> we're we're going to talk favorite. Uh, cool others, policy,
2: but
0: for, as for oh, the, yeah. as for the buster one, um, I thought it was very uneven. Some stories were better than others. Obviously that's impossible for the, all of them to be good. Some of them felt rushed. Like, like because the 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 issue that I have with it is that it was originally planned to be a series, meaning obviously they had visions of expanding a bit more on on
1: all of the like stories. Vignette would have been at least an episode by itself. Yes. Maybe. So some of the
0: sequences felt a little bit rushed, but I loved the first one. Like it was just yes. funny, out, out of the out of the box, crazy funny, and I really enjoyed the one where the gold prospector. Yes. I, Tom Waits that, is the prospector. Tom that Waits, was one of the best yeah.
1: ones for sure. Uh, and and a, how the about the one with Zoe guys? Kazan, I think everybody pretty much uh, like kind of widely agreed the one with Zoe Kazan was one of the better ones.
2: Um, mm-hmm. the one with the dog Billy Knapp.
1: Right. Yeah, Billy yeah. Knapp and the dog. I forget what's it's called It's like a lady or, I, it's something. The name was something with the lady, but I, I didn't take time to memorize all the names. But I agree with Yusuf is that it was up and down. Like thought the last one was kind of weak and, yeah. and and stuff, kind of hammy. But there was definitely some good stuff in there, and Cohen Brothers movies are always well made with great casts, great performances. So it's like you can never, you know, you know, you're always gonna get top of line stuff there.
3: The beautiful
2: scenery, and then also when, oh, yeah. yeah, the scenery that is, and then also like even with the ones that oh, the dudes know how to shoot a western for sure, oh, like absolutely, they, which we'll get to. Yeah, they that they have they have a they have a thing they like to do. Um, but also even like as you're saying, each was supposed to be a show. Some of them. Yeah. But then even like the Liam Neeson will meal, t- meal ticket. Like, I think that the, the runtime for that was perfect. It didn't hit as well as I, I think they hoped it would have. Um, but they know like where their strengths were and where to place them throughout the story. But also the last one was the weakest one, which kind of hurts it because yeah. you ended with the gold prospect, prospecting one probably, and then have Billy in the middle and then bus yeah. rock
1: starts up front. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that was one where um I felt like that I really felt the idea of these were 20-year-old ideas that sat in a drawer and they had they worked on them more at the time, but now they're in a point in their career where they can whip out something that they wrote 20 years ago and nobody's gonna be like, you know, why don't you do a rewrite on that? Why don't you just like spruce that up a little bit? Then it's like, nah, we'll just do it as is. Yeah. You know? And so they didn't bother to really like knock, you know, punch it up or anything. That was, that was kind of my... like the idea, the core idea is good and it's there. But, like, you could have tightened it up or punched it up a little bit in some way. That was my original,
0: like, gut reaction. Like, they came to Netflix and they were like,
1: hey, we have a series.
0: And Netflix was like, no, you don't. Well, actually, we have a movie. And they're like, yeah, sure. Bring it on over.
1: Bring it on. Put them all together. But uh, the I dialogue, think it's more like the Netflix went to the Coens and was like, back to dump truck full of money up to their house and was like, <laughs> please make something for our service. Whatever you want. Do you want to make a show? And they were like, "Yeah, we'll make a show." And then they looked through their notes and they were like, oh, "To make this a show, we'd probably have to put a lot more work into it and like really yeah. like write a little bit more." And they're like, "Well, as is, we could probably make a movie." And they're like, "Let's do that."
2: <laughs> I'm trying to think if, if joke is able to pull this up, like, because you haven't
3: heard. I, was, I didn't watch Buster Shrugs.
1: So no, no, oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no,
2: you're no, fine. No. I was just saying. Um, I don't think because... we spoiled
1: anything yet.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, <laughs> I no I'm, I'm saying like.
1: Really <laughs>
0: He's excluded.
1: <laughs> well, everyone, watch
3: it.
2: everyone like praised Bright for having so many views and like all the, the way that Netflix accrues their views and all that stuff. Like how many? I wonder how many people actually watched a Coen Brothers compared to a David Ayers. Oh, so, I hope so. Oh, everybody. But,
0: but Bright, but, but Bright had a lot of hate views too. Yeah. Bright had a, Bright? Bright had a lot of oh. the. Oh my God! It's the worst movie I've seen, and everybody's like, oh, "Let me check it yep. out." It's,
3: claims that bright in its first three days had 11 million views Damn. so that's really the only data Let's and, I see. Definitely,
2: and i absolutely was one of those as a hate viewing so joe
3: since
0: you've been so quiet uh how about you start us off with your uh, favorite uh coen brothers movie
3: oh my favorite uh hands down would have to be fargo Ooh. Ooh. actually no no, you're ready to pick Fargo. It's, it's Raising <laughs> Arizona. Arizona.
0: Uh, okay. I, I was I thought you were gonna pick that because of the-, the Raising Arizona is
1: one of the few Cohen Brothers of movies I have not actually seen. Yeah. You haven't? Oh, that's oh a God. great movie. It's, it's got this weird is, blind spot.
3: That is uh that sounds like right up your alley, too. It's yeah. it's perfectly quirky. I'm sure it works. The be. characters are like Something you know how I'm old there. brother were out there, like the characters I'm are done the first time. <laughs> like you can see that in raising arizona but there's just this like earnestness
1: to them even as they're making these crimes and uh hi, Ed. So, i mean that's just a coen brothers trope right the like criminal who's too dumb to properly commit crimes or like who just falls ass backwards into shit like that's yeah. that's like, signature like, coen uh,
0: brothers stuff Burn after reading
1: type yeah yeah Break. i mean fargo too like they got all the there's so many that have that element to it
3: definitely yeah raise i would say raising arizona over fargo but they're really neck and neck they're they're my two
0: somebody want to pick fargo or let joe talk fargo
1: oh i'll take fargo i would say fargo is my favorite but i could also take 10 other coen brothers movies you know what i mean but fargo is my legitimate favorite um i could that's one when i was talking about something i could watch anytime. that's one of them um incredible, just every line delivery, every moment of performance, every, every scene is perfect to me and successfully made the transfer to television. That show is excellent. Yeah. I I just watched the the anthology series also. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, exactly. Absolutely. It is.
2: I just watched that for the first time recently and it just, it was way, Way more than I expected because everyone's been hyping up for so long, and like you get hyped up for the, about these movies for so long, you're like, "There's no well, way." A... Hold up, nailed it. N- there was no way that there's it didn't wasn't going to undersell it after
1: that point. As well, and it's such a big fan of the movie, like I was so like wary of that, you know, it yeah. coming to TV, and you're like, "What?" Really know, a yeah. Fun fact: They actually tried to make it a TV show in like when it came out, like really? in the late '90s with uh, Edie uh, with um. Evie Falco? Falco as, yeah, as I Marge.
3: I don't know. I think she's a little – She. I mean, from what we've seen of her, like Sopranos and her show, she's a little too gruff.
1: Yeah. I right. think she could have done it. She's just a good she's actress, but I'm glad actress. they didn't at the time, and I'm glad they waited until they had a better idea, even if it took 20 years. I still got to say season three. Fargo's – yeah, Fargo's incredible. I could I mean, you could talk about anything in that. Steve Buscemi. You, oh, my – or Storm um, R, whatever. I did a whole you know, might you guys might know I did a DVD bunker episode about Fargo. <laughs> I actually did a whole episode, so maybe scroll back through if you're listening to this or jump on YouTube and check for D V D Bunker Fargo. Anyway, how, how DJ
2: did, uh for me, this <laughs> you guys, I was I was waiting for someone to pick this over me, but this is my hands-down top five movies of all time, but no country is just one of those movies that no matter what time whenever it's on if it's on edited unedited any channel i get lost you guys are talking about having like stupid villains like this is the first time a villain as an actual man which was no like weird like jokerness to him or anything like crazy which mm-hmm. you're you you're scared of this guy oh, uh yeah
1: anton shiguri is fucking oh, terrifying well,
2: Bardem <laughs> and, and tommy lee jones Josh Brolin as well. Like dude, this movie, to this day, I it's one of my favorites of all time. It's got some of the best dialogue you ever see. And also Buddy Harrelson between Javier Bardem and that one scene is amazing. Oh yeah,
1: the great that modern western create. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like people don't talk about how they don't make good westerns or they don't make westerns anymore. But that's a be- that's a brilliant western and set in the modern day. And you know, so I, I always say I love that. I'm trying to think that for
2: you guys. I had a question. Uh, for you stuff before you get to yours. Is there a bad one? Like, I don't I don't even know if you want to guys even get into that. Like, I don't think there's any bad Cullen Brother movies. Lady
3: Killers.
1: I think, think Lady no, I think there's like less good ones. Yeah. And then there's like there's like good, there's great ones, there's amazing ones, there's good ones, and then there's like less good. okay but not great. Well what I maybe there for somebody, you know what I mean? They're also like I would say Barton Bart and is- Fink also falls in the less good. What yeah, I, I agree. Great. I saw Bart and think again recently. I was like, this isn't that in great. But Miller's cruelty. Crossing is great. <laughs> yeah. cruelty. What was that, Joe? Oh, yeah. That's uh, true. last
3: Cruelty? That's a, yeah. that's a rough one. Yeah. But I, I, I always forget guess. that
1: that's even a Coen
3: Brothers movie. Right? I pulled up their, uh, you know, Oh, I just watched
2: True Grit earlier, too, and just, like, getting into, like, the Red Dead Redemption 2. Like, talking about – this is what, like, sparked the Coen Brothers thing, too, is, like, I watched True Grit. You watched No Country for Old Men. You watched Buster Crugge. You're like, man, I really just want to play Red Dead Redemption 2 now. I don't know if you guys – you know, <laughs> other two play video games? I just
1: started
3: playing.
2: Yeah, it's like that one of those weird things. Now you're just like, now nah,
0: everything's Western. Like, I want to
2: go I'll get a Red Dead
1: time. Redemption 1 again, I guess. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I love it. So, uh, so now that now that you guys pick the top three, pretty much, uh, I'll just pick. I, I I actually I'm in between, burn after reading or old brother old brother where art thou. Oh,
1: yeah. I'm shocked that nobody already picked old brother where art thou. I mean, old
0: brother, old brother, just on the on the scale of how they change uh, editing and color, uh, color, color palette, creative, of, yeah. yeah, it's and yeah. and the acting, that that's a great George Clooney act uh, role. Great
1: movie, mu- great music too. Yeah, yeah so that's a great movie.
0: And and so Burn After Reading has a good. That's a great Brad Pitt. Uh, I, Brad Pitt is like amazing as a dumb person. Like he's yeah.
1: he's great
0: yeah. <laughs> being dumb, a dumb person,
1: and and he's hilarious. And Dorman underrated as a dumb person in that also.
0: Yes, <laughs>
3: it's a very good movie. I'm mean, shocked no one's we none of us have picked uh, the Big Lebowski. I was gonna say we're gonna get yelled at for no one saying the Big Lebowski.
1: I, I, I that's mean that's like Big opinion, Lebowski, man. but if I have to pick my favorite, it's not yeah, gonna it's, it's not, not bad gonna bad. get up there over Fargo. It's not over True Grit or No Country for me. Wait, it's I a really good movie, me. movie though. Wait,
3: no you no remember something funny? I have their filmography up, and you remember I uh, I just mentioned before I was like, oh, I had seen this uh, anthology, I, Paris, I Love You. Cohen mm-hmm. Brothers directed a f- uh, film in that. Oh, uh, Do they direct part of that? Apparently it's 22 short films and there's like uh, Wes Craven, Alexander Payne. How
2: long is that? Like, Bring uh, the pain. Uh,
3: just um, like, fucking real long. But anyway, it like Gus Van Sant. Uh, it is 120 minutes. Stuff. Anyway, so they've they I mean they have their hands on a lot of things. I mean
1: I liked Hail Caesar too. I think that's what considered would be considered a lesser uh, yeah. clone, I But lesser, lesser I enjoy again, like it's got stuff in it I like. Um, it's not it's I wouldn't put it up near the top tier, but yeah, it's definitely it's got it's definitely the like the it. dance the, the dance stuff with uh with the whole dance scene with Channing Tatum yeah. Yeah. is really great in it's, that. That really makes me happy. Um, it's, it's, it's I really, love
0: really good. yeah, I love Brolling in that movie. But yeah. his arc is, like, in, inconsequential.
1: Oh, it, yeah. It, well, again, like in lots of Cohen Brothers movies, it seems like there's no really matter <laughs> when it comes right down to it. Yeah, that's true. Um,
3: I feel like the I whole movie Burn After Reading.
1: Bad. I think that's the whole thing we're talking about. They don't make bad movies. No, they just I feel like
3: good movies. I feel like all Burn After Reading is just inconsequential stuff.
2: Oh,
0: cool. I mean, absolutely. That's that. the whole. It, it literally ends with uh, JK saying, so what did we learn? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing.
2: It's pretty insane how long they've been in the game just like looking at their They going act. back
1: to Blood Simple, which is another wow. great
2: movie. <laughs> <laughs> Poor. Holy
3: wow, man. That's crazy.
1: Yeah, I mean, they literally literally almost married, thirty years.
3: They literally married the first actress they worked with. <laughs> they
1: worked with, yeah.
3: No, but they're they're so good at directing George Clooney.
1: That's true. I-
2: I was just saying George Clooney's best role is from Dustle Dawn, and everyone was like, No, brother, where are thou?
1: Where are thou? I was like, uh, All right. It's oh. hard to argue. It's tough. That's a tough call. <laughs> two two different. Um, so, I like uh, Booker. Ron Roseanne. Roseanne is Booker. <laughs>
3: <laughs> best that is with Yes. His name is Lenny. <laughs>
2: all
0: right. So, how about well we jump to the next topic? Uh, TJ, what do you have for us? Or was it Joe? Joe. Joe.
3: No, I'm the segue.
0: You're the segue. How about
3: Joe? Okay, segue. So my movie I'd like to pick, it actually ties into next week's film, uh, potentially, and we're going to kick it to you guys. So I want to talk about uh, movies that are good to drink to. Yeah. Movies that, uh, that either, and I think they fall under two camps, movies you want to drink to, like play a drinking game to, Or movies that you just feel like I'm really hanging out and I feel like having a couple beers if the movie's making me want that. What are some for you guys that you would like that? And then after after this topic, I'd like to, you're going to give a suggestion of one and then we're going to put it to a poll and then we're going to record a drink-along commentary for you folks of what you choose.
0: Live.
2: And also, we're going to try to do it live. We're going to try.
0: So yeah, that the, the idea was I kinda threw that out last last week. We couldn't do it because you know life and Thanksgiving was in the way. Um so, well,
1: this motherfucker's gonna go on vacation too. So, yeah. you know he's so, gonna have to wait at least a little while.
3: So sure. now we're gonna properly plan it out and you well, guys you are gonna should. help us out. When do you come back on vacation?
0: I don't know, man. I don't know what's gonna happen in Cuba. <laughs>
1: I have time off over the holidays, over Christmas and New Year's. So yeah, I'm going off there. we not, not going anywhere. I'll be home. I'll just be sitting around my house. Great all easy, right, let's I'm let's not,
0: let's pick it up offline. Let's. How, how about? All right. So, TJ,
1: <laughs> what uh, movies do you like to drink to? Oh, I
0: mean, what I mean. movies? I mean, you're always drinking, so that's, that's
3: yeah.
1: I, mean. I really like movies. Can I say yeah. that that's kind of my complaint about this. Any movie is a movie to drink to. Like, right, I, I feel like this. you can just drink to anything. Uh, and uh, and watching, as far as drinking games go, I'm always playing the drinking game "Finish the beer," which okay. is I, I win. I always win it all okay. the time.
3: What if, What do if I say this way? Like if I'm watching Step Brothers,
1: right? I just watch that. The uh,
3: couple, a movie that makes me inviting to have a couple beers to and enjoy and laugh and like watch with friends.
1: Okay. Compared
3: to like if I'm watching, I don't know.
2: Magnolia.
3: Uh, uh, yeah, Magnolia. I'll maybe have a glass of wine, but I'm not going to be like another beer, another beer. I'll probably just fall asleep by the end of it. Right? Yeah, like okay. I
1: want Miracle. So you're talking about more of a social situation because that's another thing too. It's yeah. like like, yeah. It will making a, a movie All with it. a drinking game fine, but like with serious cinephiles like the people we ha- hang out with. Everybody's yeah. like focused on watching the movie. Nobody's having a chit chat and drinking and chatting it up and talking over the movie. Everybody's you. like hyper focused on the movie. Yeah. I'm always taking notes. High end us with our... Fedoras, right? We our fedoras and comb our neck beards, and we.
3: Well, I'll step in then. As a single feature that they just intertwine, I just, I just, it's real pedantic, you know. It, it, <laughs> uh, the cinematography and the best boy grip really got me. I don't know.
0: I don't think they used the zone correctly. So I'll, 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 step in and I'll, I'll say, uh, old school. Old school would be a great just. Drinking with your buddies and just laughing along. It's also great like to watch in group because it's very short. It's like an hour and twenty five. So it's not a big commitment.
1: Vein, I always thought Super Troopers is a great one. That's a great like kind of party very, movie you like to just enjoy or put on in the background when you're hanging out with people because everybody's seen it and there's stop yeah. points where everybody can just stop and like watch a classic line or something and just enjoy.
3: That's very cliche. But beer fest yeah. in that same vein. Beer fest, you yeah, watch true. you're like,
1: I want a beer. You yep. know, I did a DVD bunker about Beer Fest, guys. Motherfucker. So <laughs> should, should I mention Gross Point Blank then? I want
0: to
1: drink, <laughs> yeah, hey, I drink know, to Gross Point Blank. If you haven't checked out the latest DVD bunker with Yusef and oh, myself, I'm talking Gross Point Blank, a great movie to have a couple drinks and enjoy with friends.
0: Welcome <laughs> to Flyover State of Film, where we promote.
1: Where mostly we plug the bunker.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I I'm going to go back to the very first. The way you ask the question uh when i get really drunk and i come home from an event or social thing the very first movie i put on is mac and me they ask me why i don't know why it just happens all the time now if i want to drink and watch is like killer clowns in outer space oh
3: that's a good one okay, that's a fun one like <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. i can do a troll too right yeah so don't sure. be
0: on that
2: level of troll too i mean Killer clowns a little bit more fun than that but yes
0: Oh, have you seen um, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes? I think it is. Yeah, Looney. Yeah, that's a, that's kind of the same vein of the clowns.
1: And like, well, the- my pick was something that kind of went into this same vein too, because it's a, it's my favorite. So bad it's good. It actually made my top ten horror list. Uh, was Maximum Overdrive, and I know Joe oh. has tried to give it a watch and didn't get into it, but you yeah. know, if you add a little drinking game element to it, to it. You know, say, uh, every time, uh, Emilio's boss calls someone Bubba, you got a (laughs) drink every time he calls everybody Bubba. Every time Yardley Smith says Curtis, have you seen my Curtis? Are you my Curtis? You got a drink. And, uh, Every time I would say a uh, piece of machinery kills somebody, you know, whether it be a truck or when uh, the the dog with the car, little toy car in his mouth, or my personal favorite, when the um, soda machine smokes that little league team. That's, why, that's one of my all time. Um, <laughs> yeah,
3: I mean, like my my pick. Are we going to picks? Or are we just talking about movies still? Yeah, let's go
1: with
0: picks, and you can we can talk about them.
3: My pick would be over the top. It's in that same. It's in that same vein. I think it's a movie. We could talk during, drink. It's goofy enough. There's too much stupid shit in it.
0: I don't think arm wrestling is stupid, Joe.
3: Um, clearly it's not because Does this looks
1: stupid to you, man.
3: Huh? the guns. The finals gives away a hundred thousand dollars and a big rig because apparently everyone that arm wrestles <laughs> is a trucker. But
1: what also, human. what you also win is your son's love. Oh yeah actually you
3: you win the respect of robert logia and i guess <laughs> a serious time where they get to travel in that rig of cross country i don't know we got I, I
0: think i think he would have done it for a lifetime supply of trucker hats
1: well he flips the switch so hard sometimes that hat just yeah. blows right out like. one of
3: my favorite moments of this movie and that would be part of the drinking game when he switches the hat around, of course. Oh, of it, course, the, flipping like, the
1: switch. You got to finish your beer when he fl- flips it's the switch.
3: Before, <laughs> it's before the tournament, there's this, like, it cuts into this random, like, documentary style interview while they're, like, people are like, oh, yeah. I love oh, it. The
1: <laughs> real world, like, they got the real world confessional on there. Yeah, have <laughs>
3: oil, and then, like, Sylvester Stone's, like, near his truck, and he's just, like, there's yeah, sometimes a, a, it's the hat, and it's like a switch. I put it on, yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and this is my pick. This, this to me, I think we'd put out a great commentary and have a great time having beers to it. I do it myself frequently. Uh, <laughs> all right, eye- vote,
0: vote for Joe again so he,
3: um, also, comes in second um, place. This poll will be up on the flyover state of film Twitter, um, that we will all promote so no one has any sort of advantage.
0: So TJ, what's your uh, sure not with your fake accounts? So TJ, uh, <laughs> what's your pick?
2: Uh, I figured since we're probably gonna do this within the holiday that we can go with a holiday classic here, and I want to go with uh, Jingle All the Way, an classic, and also yeah, you can make a
1: box. Yeah, I'm old enough to remember. Like, I wasn't a child when this movie was coming out, <laughs> and it, it's gone from like being a child and film film, movie, yeah. like a legit right. classic. And I, I agree. Like over the years, I used to slam on it, and then I watch it with my son, and I'm like, "This shit is awesome!" Yeah, and yep. I go, "Jamie." <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, everything. Like, like, Every time Turbo Man said. You drink every time Turbo Man gets that, like the R and Turbo Man gets drowned out in his Turbo
1: drink. Man. Yeah, uh, <laughs> um,
2: uh, so many ways in drink games you can make this. Uh, uh oh, Sinbad, you can also see there's
1: got to be a Sinbad related drinking rule for sure. We have to yeah, come up with something. That's
3: one
0: of the better Sinbad movies. I
2: have yes.
3: one, uh, House Guest is a movie. Oh, yeah, I have one where, uh, that has to be if we do this game. Where he, Simba's running through that parade, and he goes, "Get out of my way, Box!" <laughs> box. It's actually a funny line. Need to drink during that.
2: Uh, I also have for this game when we play you're game, threaten
3: someone, I you're want to be a terrorist threat.
2: Yeah, I want to have the honor roll to where any of us at any time while we're watching Jingle All the Way together, um, if any of us feel bad for Jake Lloyd and wonder what happened to him. Everybody has to drink. It's not a <laughs> thing. If I can see it in your
1: face, you have to. Drink. <laughs> so, if at some point you can tell you're sad so. about Jake Lloyd and how he ended up, you have to drink.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> and also,
2: we can we can find a way to link him on Twitter to it. So maybe we can get him to come and talk. So use e- that, guys, for the voting. Uh, use e- that. I- yeah, but-
3: uh, Mike also has a shitty failed child star. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey. Sorry, Yusuf, what do you got?
0: Well, mine has a sad middle-aged man trying to become, again, a stand-up comedian in the present day, but this is pretty much I would say, and I, I would go to bat with it, the best Adam Sandler movie, which is Billy Madison.
2: Ooh.
0: Uh, that is one fun game, a movie. It has a lot of uh, just weird comedy. Also has a lot of... Uh, 90s comedy that could be a little uh, fun to make fun of.
1: Problematic. Especially
0: yeah, problematic. <laughs> that's that's no. a good word. Um, but it also it also lends itself to be just like, one, we're gonna be laughing because it, that's the movie is funny. Yeah. Right? But there's also a lot of like repetitive tropes that oh, will ooh. allow us ooh. for drinking. Like uh, every time he passes the, a grade, we can drink. Uh, when they see a penguin, we can drink. Uh, when they say Old, old doyle rules uh, we can drink like there's so many uh, yeah
3: that is a yeah. lot of lines
0: Every <laughs> yeah. time
3: Buscemi appears on screen drink yeah,
0: yeah when when Buscemi does his lipstick we have to like
3: the... oh that guy
2: <laughs> you have to put on lipstick and drink <laughs> you have to do' so that's,
0: that's my pick I mean I already won uh the most important battle of there there was
2: of so, 2019.
0: I'm 7, not 19. yeah, I missed universe for a year, so um <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm going going to Cuba to represent Flyover State of Film.
1: Uh we're oh, gonna do the podcast of, is that where they have on the podcasties? Is yeah. They, we're up the six awards. It's uh this is a, it's a lot of important
3: things that comes with streamy. being the sexiest streamies. Streamy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe Flyover state of film is one of streamy.
0: Oh my god. <laughs>
3: What would be the worst film to drink to? Oh, Hotel Rwanda. Oh, man. <laughs> no,
0: man. The, the, no, the,
3: the, the,
0: the drug movie. Sorry, I'm blanking.
1: Requiem but for a Dream? Requiem for, for a Dream. Drink. <laughs> I, see, the thing is, I think it's just all the, it all depends on what triggers you. Like, if you've got daddy issues, you know, something that features like fathers and sons is going to be wrong for you when yeah. you're drinking. You're yeah. just going to get yeah. sad. Well, I watched The Room. That's a great one to drink too. No, a
3: room, room, room. Oh, a room. I would hate to drink to a room. I'd feel guilty. Yeah.
0: They're yeah. <laughs> like, the, "Chug!" Uh, she's, she's crying again. Chuck.
3: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, she got cold. ready to drink.
2: Uh, oh, no. <laughs> oh, <sweet>. Take a <laughs> shot every time a connoisseur yells Murph in Interstellar. Oh, no. Murph. 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 I don't know, Murph. He's like the worst Murph. dad in the world. What about the son?
1: Burf.
0: I mean, I get it. He's Casey Affleck, and nobody gets it's like he is him. Casey Affleck.
1: Yeah, we can see he got, pa- he got passed over by his real parents. So. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I think Matthew McConaughey cared more about Topher Grace than Casey Affleck.
1: I know. I was happier to see Topher Grace. I was like, hey, Topher That's Grace a, yeah. is in something. Hey, it's the real son. Yeah. That's right. That's a good.
2: Speaking of cameos, let's get into the movie of the week.
3: Uh do you guys wanna do that, <laughs> that
1: segue, baby. <laughs> yeah, hey, that was a weak segue. Oh. All right. Well Youssef, this was your pick, so why don't you give us the the like legit intro and talk about the movie just a little bit, maybe for people who might not have seen it or whatever.
0: Uh yeah. Um so we picked nineteen ninety eight I believe. Yeah, ninety eight, uh, fear and Loathing in Las Vegas starring the then great Johnny Depp uh and it's the and, and the great Benicio del Toro Puerto Rico
1: Benicio
0: yeah um and we'll talk about that for sure uh so it's also directed by Terry Gilliam uh Seven Monkeys and um Monty Python's Holy Grail so he's and he also hates uh superhero movies so it's, it's cool did he direct
1: time bandits as well once well, what tj i think started. so yeah he's he has
0: one of the most
3: weirder he has a
1: very
0: weird he has a very weird resume
3: he's You're he, very, he directed the hit film clock stoppers
1: <laughs> oh oh that terry gilliam oh good yeah
0: now so this movie,
3: movie. God, crazy with Adrian Grenier, all terry gilliam so
0: this movie is actually, uh, I don't know if anybody didn't did know this, this is the second time uh, yeah. Hunter S. Thompson uh, novel was adapted. The first one was, oh, I forgot the name, but Bill Murray actually.
1: The Buffalo Roam.
0: Well, the Buffalo Roam, where Bill Murray just does a horrible Hunter S. Thompson impression. But it um, does have
1: Peter Boyle in it, which yeah,
0: I like. Yeah, sure, playing a um, uh, Latino, which is cool. A
2: question. So this was a good Hunter S. Thompson impression.
0: Yeah, it's if you watch uh, any interview it's from Hunter S. Thompson, excellent. It's, much-
1: it's so good that he ripped it off and made it and made it as Jack Sparrow. Yeah, and they made the Rum Diaries. So, so let sweet. me.
0: Oh, that was horrible. And they actually filmed it in Puerto Rico, That broke my heart. Up. So and the, the novel is very good if you want to read it. So oh, that, no, it a quick, quick, quick uh, summary is just uh, Hunter S. Thompson and his uh, attorney going to Las Vegas, uh, searching for the American dream, but in their way.
1: He's on an assignment, but he's just using that as an excuse to have a drug-fueled (laughs) self-reflection.
0: So he just does uh, all the drugs in the world, and we just watch this crazy drug and fuel trip of paranoia and just – Bad shit craziness.
1: It's, it's a movie of vignettes. It jumps around, the timeline, you know, it's always like it, it, there's nothing linear about it. It's constantly flashing back and flashing forward. All the little, like there's a lot of scenes that can just be kind of pulled out and like watched separately. Um,
0: yeah, so and a fun it, fact. Way
1: it's a bit of an anthology movie. And <laughs> actually, this
0: is, a, this is a fun fact, not many people know this, but uh, Johnny Depp and Benicio Toro actually did drugs for real in the movie. And they overdosed and died, and they had to do the rest of the movie uh, with a CGI. And this is actually the first time Andy Serkis uh, did motion capture work. So the the third act of the movie is actually Andy Serkis
1: in ball suit. Andy Serkis has been playing Johnny Depp since then. So all the bad Johnny Depp Depp movies are actually actually Andy Serkis mocap. I can't believe. Don't blame him. He's just doing a job. I can't believe Mm -hmm. twelve years to make.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Don't make it so. So
0: TJ, actually, I want to hear from the guy that made me watch Airborne. Take a dump on one of the most unique uh, movie experiences because I want to say that I want to say this cliche douchey thing that people with uh, thin mustaches love to say. This is an experience. Like This movie is an experience. Absolutely. Some people are on board for the experience. Some people are not, and I appreciate that. Yeah. But the guy that made me watch Airborne wants to take a dump on the movie, and I really want to watch this I, This. Dump. Look,
2: I'm not going to take a dump on the movie. Look, there were low-angle shots because all the cameras were on the ground facing up. There were some great things that when I was 14 years old and never did mushrooms or acid, you're like, oh my God, that's what it's like. And then when you end up fucking doing them, you're just like, oh, that's not what it's like whatsoever. So this movie's fully changed. Uh, actually, on the other end of the that, spectrum
1: though. of that, I think the shit where he sees the carpet moving and the lady's face changing when he's talking to her, it's like some of the best represented drug, actual drug experience that I've ever seen. <laughs> no, thank you. Okay. Well, regardless uh, of you take drugs,
2: you all fucking experience different things. It's not a bad movie. I just that a lot of it for me from just
1: like this. It's. I'll tell you what it is. It's a lot. It's a yeah. lot of a movie, and I, I could see it being too much. You know what I mean? Just being like, there's just it's. It's like overdoing it at some points, like I was. Um, saying – for this is...
0: actually, but that's kind of the point of the movie. The point, well, right, yeah, the I don't like Wolf
1: of Wall Street, but some people love it. It's about access, and I don't see I go the other way on Wolf of Wall Street where I didn't get into that one, you know. I like
0: the point that I want to say is like a lot of people like idolize Hunter S. Thompson, I don't know why, but the many, but many of the fans of Hunter S. Thompson don't get the point of what he was trying to do. And he was just trying to r- just show how ridiculous some of the things are. Mm-hmm. So he's just showing you how pathetic and ridiculous somebody that's this obsessed with always being high or always uh, I, that drug scene of the 60s. He's just trying to show that but obviously he's, he's like trying to be an asshole about it, it.
1: by like exposing it in a way. Who's yeah. <laughs> the dude who invented fucking
3: I'm sorry to get on like a bit of a, a tangent on this, and I don't want to bring this into it, but he's the dude who invented Gonzo journalism, which is basically yeah. fake news, and just let me stretch the truth to my own views, and guess where we are right now. I'm not going to get into that, but... We're- well,
0: Gonzo, Gonzo's, not, Gonzo's not technically uh, fake news. It, uh, Gonzo is told from the perspective of the writer that is not taking a position, meaning... Like, that's what I'm saying about Hunter, um, in this movie particularly. He's not taking a position. He's just showing you how ridiculous this experience was. And you're, it's up to you to go, oh, that's so cool. I want to be that. Or that's so that's, stupid. I'll never want to be that. Yeah. I,
3: I think the movie has its merits. I actually will say I like the interest scene and how weird it is with Tobey Maguire. I think that's a really fun scene. I think it makes you really uncomfortable. <laughs> The spider <laughs> tap and the sweatiness, but just <laughs> that's,
0: that's that Spider-Man right there—that's some years <laughs> that's before being casted as Spider-Man.
3: It loses me. I like as Brian said, you're either on for the ride or you're not. I'm that's not. True. I'm is- not in for it. I, I get his experience. I'm. No. Someone, let's say like he said, Wolf of Wall Street and like most of those other Scorsese films, you have to accept that ride. Yeah. I just don't accept the ride if you're in the Las Vegas. I thought I, I would.
1: And I, thought I really still enjoyed it. Like I sat you know, I was watch- taking it in last night and I was really enjoying it. And I still like, but I'll tell you what, it's really front-loaded for me. Like basically everything I love about the movie is in the first hour. And then the second hour is like, know, where it starts to like, I just kind of I feel like they're repeating themselves a lot. Like you're hitting a lot of the same notes you've already been down, and it's it's not quite as, as good. So I can definitely see that too, where it's like it loses you, you know what I mean? It, like, grabs you quick, but it doesn't hold you the whole time. I agree. And I, I that, agree There's that's, a little thing going right. back, uh, going I back, that's
0: at it. I agree that it's front-loaded, but one of my favorite scenes is actually uh, – we can actually – since you guys are not fully hating, I expected
3: Whatever, you guys uh, to talk shit. You no, know, I don't think you really um, on this movie because like, – But I,
0: I, you- I, I want to ask you guys uh, uh, your favorite scene. But first, I'll, I'll give you another fun fact. Yeah. Fun fact, this movie was actually shot on location in uh, Indianapolis. They oh. shot everything in Indianapolis. I'll give the you, death I'll you. scenes, the Vegas scenes, everything was shot on location in Indianapolis. That's I, pretty cool. I'll, my, I'll
2: give you my favorite scene right off the bat, cause it, which is weird because Brian said it was front loaded. My favorite scene didn't come to almost the end um, at the diner with the waitress, um, Depp, and... Uh, Benicio sitting there and Benicio uh snaps with the knife at the girl, he sends her the mm-hmm. note and she goes at him and says the uh I know what you're trying to do is like what is it like backdoor beauty or something like that, he, the note to her. <clears throat> she snaps and he goes up and he's like how much for the the slice of pie and the whole nine and then you can actually see Hunter S. Thompson's face is depth. The only time I thought I uh, you got like depths depth in this movie where he wasn't just going behind a wall and making weird little beep-boop noises, which he did the entire film, which every time he did, I was like, oh, I'll drink during that. Um, That's the (laughs) one time you actually saw a little bit of acting from him where you kind of felt like he felt bad for the waitress, like shit like that. That was my favorite scene.
3: Yeah. Um, I mean, personally, is it weird that I relate this movie and uh, while we're talking about it, and more makes me want to rewatch um, a Scanner Darkly. That's a good movie too. Which is another I mean, like drug crime book movie. movie so. That's a good I drug not, movie too. I haven't seen it since it's on of the theaters when it came out, but I. But it. you know
0: why is why it's very good is because of the is uh, the visuals yeah. allow it to to experiment more. But so. uh, can we talk about how bold it is? Yeah. For this. The, this is prime prime beef, Kobe beef, depth. So this is like everybody has oh, a poster of on his. Cruz
3: uh, doing eyes wide shut levels.
0: Wait, but how bold it it is for him to go male pattern boldness oh. for a role? And Benicio del Toro go. Get fat and then he went like entire... raging bull
1: fat too. He probably yeah. put on like a good sixty pounds. He's a big this is dude, two years so like...
0: removed from a usual suspect where he's like like a. Stick. Yeah, he's a
2: rail in that, yeah. Oh, you want to know something else they nail in this movie, which is all Benicio in this. I've never. This is a
0: beast in this movie. I've
2: never seen vomit look more real in a film with him in the toilet or on the side of the uh, of the convertible. I'm just like, yo, I'm that out. that's real. Nope. Oh, you're out. Oh, you don't. You are tapping. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> uh, no
0: <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say my favorite scene, and then uh you can you can jump in, Brian. But my favorite scene actually comes towards the end, and uh, it's, it's
1: everybody loves the end of the fucking movie now.
0: <laughs> no, it's, it's it, I agree that the best like it grabs you more in the. Actually, I have two good scenes. I I, I just wanted to shout out Greg, Gary Busey in the tightest. A uh, police officer uniform
1: ever when found. When he asked for that kiss, man, I fucking die every time. <laughs> I'm very lonely out here. <laughs> He's so funny in
0: that movie, but my, my favorite is when uh, Johnny Depp is doing that new drug. That, uh, that uh, wh- why I say that Benicio is like the best actor in that movie is how earnest he sends he says his lines, and he always says, "As your attorney." I recommend <laughs> and it's always like a horrible, hor- horrible recommendation, but he says it so earnestly, so so serious, like yeah, I'm an attorney and, then and he's I'm like, gonna guide you. That,
1: Like monster with the tits on his side and shit. <laughs> <laughs> We're in that country now.
0: But my, my favorite is when he's doing his that new drug and he's like doing the, the noises that TJ hated and he puts on that the <laughs> towel on his head, yeah, and he's just like wigging out and Venice is like reenacting a murder in the back to fool the guy on the phone i always just i can't stop laughing at johnny depp going like they's oh, talking he's talking and that, on the back
2: is going crazy he's to that girl who's trying to get back to him and talk to him He's like oh hold on this i think they're here they're <laughs> at the
0: door oh, oh no oh, ah, ah. doing the whole thing that okay
1: yeah and right. Benizzi, and and johnny depp is like ah,
0: ah, ah.
1: <laughs> okay that exactly. when he keeps doing, he's like, he's like and then a little bit more. And, he's just...
0: and Benicio was like, just just to get a little bit, it it yeah, he will do, was a it won't take it much. Just, it won't take much. And he's like, ah.
2: And ah. <laughs> mind you, I've never done m84 or ether. So when I said another drug use they have, I can but the whole thing. It's no, so- I haven't done
1: everything that they yeah. did. I've done some yeah. of the things that they did.
0: <laughs> what, what about you, Brian? What's
1: the, your favorite part in the beginning of the movie? It Has to be in the beginning. Oh my god, it's, it's gonna have to be from the beginning. I got to rep the beginning of the film now. I got to like basically talk about four or five different parts to the get first fifteen well, minutes. About, I love the the scene where they're first checking into the hotel, and he, you know, he sees the you know the lady's face is all kind of like breathing the way her neck comes out. He's looking down at the floor, and the stuff from the carpet's coming up. That is very representative of experiences yeah. I've had. Um, but And then like the whole bit with everybody turning into lizards is cool. But I love when they're first driving in. It's after Tobey Maguire, but before they get to the city. And Benicio tries to pour the coke out, and it blows up in his face. <laughs> <or something. laughs> and he goes, you see what God just did to us, man? <laughs> God didn't do that. You did, you idiot. You're a fucking <laughs> narcotics agent. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> Love that whole bit is so funny, um, and then the whole thing with with Benicio in the bathtub, and yeah. he's he wants he wants Johnny Depp to kill him when white right, yeah. when White Rabbit peaks. It's like so White Rabbit peaks. You are going to drop this in the tub? <laughs> when he taps the water,
2: Benicio, he's just like right here, right yeah. there, and
0: like this is just, this is. A- uh, great performance
1: by Benicio. Like, he's a he's oh, he's he's amazing in this, like, he's so good. He's still is this it's pretty it's- much a star making turn for him. He'd been oh, kind yeah. of a supporting guy yeah. up until this, That it's a big are, deal for Benicio. Yeah, then you have, um, he's
3: a usual suspects, then you have traffic.
1: Yeah, traffic yeah, is he- in, but traffic is after this, isn't it? No, all right. it's 99. Yeah, exactly. yeah, so pretty soon
3: after yeah. this, though, They like, yeah. won the two thousand Oscar. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. But, like, no. I really. This is this is like this is beneath that. He's the movie.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. 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 Well, I, I, I'm not. I honestly think Depp is too. I think like oh, yeah. we're so used to seeing oh. Johnny Depp play weird, quirky characters yeah. that are all like spun off from this that we forget how cool this was and the fact that Hunter S. Thompson was a real person and this is a pretty damn good. Like, approximation of what he was really like, love him or hate him, he yeah. was a weird fucker just like this. And, and that's uh,
3: not really, probably this time, like completely like fucking out of his mind. No, bro. no, that he's got a couple
1: great movies from around this time. Donnie oh, Brasco I mean, is an excellent. I mean, fucking actually, yeah,
0: I wanted to c- bring that up, actually, Brian. That's a great point. Because he before Donnie Brasco, he was like this indie darling, like he was doing yeah. like Dead Man, uh, Benny and June, Edward Hands, but like small yeah. movies, Crybaby. That, Cry Baby, On and suddenly he's like he's head to head with Al Pacino, and everybody I knows his that's name.
1: That's right up there with Goodfellas, and like as far yeah, as nineties yeah, like mob movies, I really great, like that one. It's a
0: great mafia movie and a great undercover movie, and then he goes like, prayer. you know what? I'm or gonna you. follow it up with. Being bald and drugged out of my mind. And also, that's my follow-up and movie.
1: Like, in all fairness, Johnny Depp spent a lot of time with Hunter S. Thompson, yeah. and they were like, they actually got close, like getting for, prepared for this, and stayed close throughout. Like after the movie came out and everything, because yeah. there are a couple of pretentious fucking weirdo artist fucks patting yeah, themselves on shot, the back. He and shot yeah. his himself uh, ashes
0: on a can- in a cannon.
1: Oh, you mean he shot Yeah, him oh, he
0: yeah. I'll say like. Like
1: you got a bunch of weirdos. Johnny Depp's a fucking weirdo. Uh, yeah. Hunter's obviously a fucking weirdo. Terry Gilliam's a fucking weirdo. Oh, and yeah, they made sure. a fucking weirdo movie. And yeah. it's just one of those things like you love it or you hate it, but it's definitely something. It's worth seeing at least once just to be like, God damn, that's a thing for sure. Oh. And, you, know, you know what scene I, I
0: always laugh? And, and and it gets lost because it's not a crazy scene and it's not it's not a quotable scene. But they're walking away from the restaurant after he gets he gets the assignment and the waiter, the tiny waiter, is running after them and no they just no slam, no slam
1: no. the door on him. I always laugh way too much at that <laughs> thing. I laugh really hard right before that when they're getting off the carousel and the guy gets so his face like nothing, I want nothing. Like, I, right <laughs> like, I want nothing, no- I want nothing. <laughs> what is it you as
2: much as like I give depth crap, like in this movie? less is more with him. He is just either making the noises or making the fades. He's not necessarily going into these giant – these acts. He has those special lines where he has a funny line here and there with the, the, the narc agent and all that stuff. He's like doing
1: that. all the voiceover yeah. stuff, so it's kind of you don't even realize you're listening to him yeah. all the time. Like,
2: for me, like now watching this, it's like what the, the pretentious, smart-ass kids would have on their college dorm compared to the kids who have – Boondock Saints on their college tour. I'm like, well, oh, I, you know.
1: I was the kid who had but bo- I was the guy with both. I was like, I I I'll tell you what, I bet Boondock Saints did not hold up for me as well as this one. <laughs> now, you're also, were you the kid? <laughs> I
2: was going to say, the kid with the Boondock po- Saints poster, did you line it up so the guns are pointed at your head when you sleep? Because that's what the cool kids did.
1: Of course, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. Actually, uh, my first apartment, I had just worked in a blockbuster, and I had a um, poster from the documentary American Pimp that the Hughes Brothers did. So that's what hung above my bed. So that's how <laughs> I rolled. I had,
3: in my college dorm, the movie Stolen, the straight-to-DVD Nick Cage. I was a nice. I stole it off of the last blockbuster window front. You are Nick Cage's biggest fan, bud. I mean, we <laughs> – Yeah, Don, That's high praise. What do you mean? High I praise. praise. I, Dude, I would a have been a great Andre S. Thompson. Yeah. He's expected. Oh, to oh, on yeah. this, but also – Actually, at that time, Nick Cage probably auditioned for this movie. No, I wouldn't surprise he's not – I winning.
2: bet. Yeah. Tobey Maguire, Cameron Diaz, Vern Troyer, Elliot Sadler. I don't know his real name. Shin Ricci. Uh, you guys said Gary Busey. I didn't even realize Gary Busey was in it. Yeah. So many yeah. Like slide right Oh,
1: up. there's ones in the background that you don't even notice, like uh the I Richard Reilly from Office Space. Crazy. You know, there's like character actors peppered all through the guy who's their can the guy who's from their cameraman is yeah. the villain from A Long Kiss Goodnight. I was like, oh shit, what's that guy's name? <laughs> yeah. Wow. By the way, that is another one that would be great to drink to, even though we did not pick
3: it, that is point break. Speaking of oh, Gary, I
1: thought you were going to say Long Kiss Goodnight. Oh, yeah. Well, that'd be a good one, too. But
3: uh, you mentioned uh, Great Christmas Kiss movie, Long
1: Kiss Goodnight. Better Christmas action movie than Die Hard because it has more Christmas woven into it. Mm, that's for another topic, Brian, which I'm sure will come. I'm into. not saying it's a better movie than Die Hard, but I'm saying if you're talking Christmas action movies, this one actually, like, Die Hard takes place at Christmas. Long Kiss Goodnight has Christmas oh, elements in it. it, it. Aren't
3: we, huh? Save it for December twenty. save for December 6th episode.
1: No, I want to talk about reindeer games on. On that one I have a question though. About- if you
3: want to talk about *Reindeer Games* and t- *Rudy*? I will talk about *Rudy*. How
1: about we close out *Fear Loading*? He little can motherfucking
3: pie! <laughs> I have a question about *Fear*. He's, he's fucking walking through the streets of a bloody Santa, just giving people money in the mailbox at the end of it. Anyway, *Reindeer Games* is a better movie. How about, than- how about we
0: close out *Fear and Loading*?
2: Yeah. How did he keep the room <laughs> flooded? That's what I want to know.
0: What?
1: The room? How did he keep oh, it? Because it was actually a set, TJ. You oh, see, movies are, uh, are made. <laughs> The demo director wrote this, shit. <laughs> and it did <gonna> get
3: through. <laughs> so you just made it later.
0: Actually, Brian, it was shot on location in Indianapolis, Indiana.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, I don't believe that. I think that's your fact, like Gary Busey or like Johnny Depp is dead fact. I don't believe that. That's uh, like, just I, it's, look
0: into it, man. You no. gotta look into
1: it. It's no. not, right? It's, it's,
0: it's the big brother, man. He's just trying to weigh us down. I mean, this is not. This just, is
1: gonzo journalism you're trying to feed me here.
0: <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, man.
1: I'm a, I'm a serious man. <laughs> a serious man. All right, so I'm going to give this. We're going to add 10.
0: We're going to the ratings phase. I'll give it a,
1: I'll give it out a- of 10. 10. I give it a clean 10, 10 hits of acid out of 10 what, what, out of 10 hits of acid. 6.5 hits of acid. There you go. That's a good, that's I take it. Yeah.
3: yeah 7.2 approaches.
0: Oh uh, nice.
1: Cockroaches. I, I, probably I probably wouldn't even cockroach people. I thought I was going to come in way. I would probably put it like 7.5. You know, oh, that's really? like a good, maybe, maybe push it to eight. Maybe. I'll, I'll give it uh, eight Benicio del Toro bellies. <laughs> <laughs> that that was a beautiful belly. I, mean, like when, I love when people who are fit get fat for a role because they're always so smooth. They're not like real fat people. Real fat people have like crev- crevices and craters and like hear, they, yeah. spots where they I jiggle heard. and they're like a, a fat person. Like, like Charlize Theron Still was kind of hot in Monster. That she was just like smooth, you I know. <laughs> okay, well, you keep thinking that. I second. It. I have a uh,
3: I have a challenge for our uh, fans, which are about four of them. Okay. I want. Hey, but to they're be devoted, involved, all right? I yes, say, Oh, so Alexa, hey, uh, Stephanie, um, the men who watch, who I'm wife. With, We'll <laughs> um, who's Alexa? The one Alex- that ran the poll. anyway. Uh, rank our f- the films we have chosen from best oh, to I'm worst. I'm gonna beat
0: your asses to heart.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: you are listening, I want to see you tweet at us with a rank. Well,
1: I'm the- I'm am at, at a disadvantage because I gave up a week and didn't recommend a movie so we could have time to talk about our horror franchises. So okay. I like I feel like I'm at a disadvantage here. No, because you
0: picked two fucking movies the first time, so it evens out. That's one
1: movie. That's an experience. That's not one. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. Everything oh, an experience
2: now. I already <laughs> I lost that one.
1: Do that, but guys, remember
3: we are going to be releasing a poll on the Flyover State of Film official Twitter for Billy Madison, uh, over the top,
1: TJ's movie, Jingle All the Way, Jingle All the Way, which actually will win to be honest. And Maximum Overdrive, and I'm not expecting to win, but I would like to take points from some people. So go ahead and give me some votes. Maximum Overdrive, man, underrated. Directed so by Stephen King, fueled by cocaine. Now, About, now, that, now we we that, want, that we are
0: up, now we that, that we are up. Pull up. Uh, go ahead, go ahead.
3: Sorry, we will put the poll up a day after the episode drops. So on Thursday, the poll. Oh, will I'll be. I'll be up. in the cruise.
0: I'm
1: sorry, okay. guys. Uh, I'll be in the cruise. You can retweet Wait, us from the so. tropics, there, tough I'm guy. sorry,
3: I'm, I'm in the cruise. <laughs> okay, well. Well, the poll will go up. We'll talk about this in detail. Uh, just and, we will, <laughs>
1: and we will release. Them. Oh no! Hey, uh, Yusef's hundred followers won't get it retweeted to oh, them. I'm, I guess I'm
0: so hot. I'm so hot <laughs> in my vacation. I gotta just, just cool down.
3: I, I'm trying to plug the thing. And we will release. And we'll release a audio commentary along with the episode, and TJ and I will be doing that <laughs> together live.
1: Jeez, <laughs> well i would do i mean there's somebody who lives in ohio who could easily drive to my house but apparently he's gonna be on a cruise or something i'm gonna be on a cruise we're not gonna be able to line this up before the next episode it's gonna have to wait till after the holidays we'll do the poll we'll get it recorded when we get it recorded we're
0: making promises I don't I don't to get- TJ, oh. no. no hey Hey, how about now that we're making promises, TJ? What are we gonna watch for the next episode? All right, guys. So I keep what keep... fucking brilliant movie do you have?
2: So I figured I've picked nothing but almost Oscar-winning films every time. So <laughs> this one.
1: I was gonna say Fred Decker hasn't made a third film, so I guess we're out of <laughs> TJ
2: movies. So
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm angry again. <laughs> so
2: I figured since it's, it's gonna start snowing in Ohio and New Jersey soon, I want to go with a um, foreign film. Uh, Ninja Trolls 3, Ninja Trolls in Japan. Um, but in all serious, I really want to go for the Norwegian film, Troll Hunter. Guys, on Netflix. It's free. Check it out as soon as you can. before
0: uh, uh, we're going to take uh, it out.
2: Yeah, Yusef, when you get back from your vacation, but going to be a
0: cruise.
2: Yeah, uh, if you get back. Hopefully you can check it out ASAP. But yeah, it'll be the next one. And before that, guys, yeah, that, that, that's the next film, Troll Hunter. I don't know who all that right. is.
0: So this is this was a great episode, guys. We uh, we talked some uh, Cohen. That that's pretty much the, the biggest chunk of the mo- the podcast as it should be because Cohen. Is we talked just mostly horror
1: bolt. anthologies. We, we didn't talk about yeah. just horror. We talked about Jewish <laughs> accounts.
0: And we talked some uh, fear and loathing, and it felt good. I, I thought I was going to get hate from from Airborne and Drive Angry, but <laughs> we, we did good. We did good, guys. We 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 talked good. So how about we close out? So Brian, where can, where
1: can the people find you? Oh, well, you know, I'm pretty humble. I don't usually like to, to promote myself, Both. but maybe you've heard of a little, a little, uh little podcast called the DVD bunker. You know, every other week on the off weeks of Flyover state of film, I drop episodes. We look at movies from my collection with some guests that are better than others. I don't want to name names. And, um, you can find me on Twitter talking about that and many other things at Hurst So what
2: about you, TJ? Yeah, you guys find me at TJ Dex on Twitter. Um, you guys are on Movie Squad now, checking out the show, check out the old episodes, and make sure to hit the Flyer of film Twitter, check the poll, yeah,
1: go smash that like button too. Yeah, subscribe
2: and shit. shit. Comment, subscribe, the whole nine, and uh come back next uh two weeks from now, guys. Watch Troll Hunter and uh Get in it with us.
0: Where can people find you, Joe?
3: You could find me just plugging away over at the DVD bunker. <laughs> Releasing episodes on SoundCloud. Uncut, baby! <laughs>
0: <You> <laughs> First,
3: please! Also, you could uh, find me at uh, the Reddit subthread of DVD bunker uncut special edition. We will be talking beer fest. And maybe also in the future, I got a little Nick cage nugget for you.
0: You're not going to plug the best episode in the world. Rose point blank. <laughs> no,
3: I'm not. I'm not, I'm not a Q sec head.
0: Oh, all right. <laughs> sorry. All right. So that, that, this has been a uh, why I love movies. You can find me at whyilovemovies.com
3: where I post reviews that nobody wants to read. i to Husev's thing. Uh, are you really doing this? Are you yeah, really doing this, Joe? I am. We're doing this. My you God. are the most successful reviewer of one film, and that is a horror anthology called Charlotte. Yes. I all want oh. you guys to go read that. He is the top Google search for film reviewers of this film called Charlotte, no one has reviewed it, it has no rotten tomato view. Yeah. Uh, he's the only he's the only option. So honestly, I'm very proud of Yusuf. I oh, just found you. this information out. He is the Howard the as Tom Cruise of the film Charlotte. <laughs> uh, so I'm glad
1: you. and I, and I'm also glad that Joe interrupted and gave me a chance because i forgot that i'm on another podcast uh cinema bushido <laughs> i did an episode about terminator they're great guys they're uh spin off of the they, they have a website screen mayhem so check them out check out cinema bushido i'm talking terminator she left us bye, <laughs> bye. <laughs>